Hi, it's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did you know what way before the internet ever existed. Join me and my special guest every week as we talk about anything and everything because nothing is too taboo. So punch your ticket and get on board the crazy train with me, Jasmine St. Clair. All aboard! Welcome back to another wild ride. Actually, this is the wildest ride in the universe, the crazy train with Jasmine St. Clair. I hope everyone is enjoying the guests I've been bringing on so far. I know I certainly am. And of course, I keep it super professional because sometimes we get hot guys on the show and I totally can't hit on them, which really sucks. But this next guest, years ago when I quit working at XPW Wrestling and I was in ECW Wrestling, I saw this girl, this like really hot redhead with her glasses like that. I'm like, who's that? Who is that bitch? Wait a second. Who is she? It's actually one of my best friends now. I speak to her like every day. We just never worked together in wrestling until now. And did you know she's also a nurse? She has her own company called She's Hardcore, which she is in many ways more than one. But let's welcome to the show, Miss Veronica Kane. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has been like over a year of like hopefulness and praying. And finally, poof, you decided, okay, I want to pack my bags and go on your crazy train. Thank you. Yeah, yeah I bought myself a ticket, a one, a one way. <laughs> so I am super happy to finally be here with you. Like how, how much do we talk, you know, every day on like a regular basis about literally everything. So this is like kind of a, a peek into the real, real life here. Yeah, but I don't know how many guys, well, I don't know how many guys are actually going to like us after they hear like what we say and what we talk about. But like, who cares? You know, the way some of these guys talk, it's like, ridiculous. I don't even want to know them half the time. Yeah, I'm not. I'm here to talk to you. I don't care what guys think. I know they just totally suck. Like one thing that fascinates me with guys, and I know this is the craziest thing. They always get intimidated, and you have to be very intimidating towards most men, I'm sure. But what guys fail to realize is any man out there in the real world has a chance with any woman you want. Like, so long as there's no restraining order intact, you have a chance with me, with her, with some really hot girl you see in the street. So you just got to pursue it, right? I mean, I say shoot your shot. I'm a risk taker myself. So, you know, yeah. I mean, somebody could have a, a stellar personality. You know, or, you know, giant cock. You know, wow, but- some, oh, I don't know if I'm that shallow. Yeah, okay, we're shallow. But, you know, most people want to know, okay, so every most people know Veronica Kane and who she is who listen to this because everyone's a wrestling fan amongst other things <clears throat> that aren't so uh, peachy keen or uh, very lily white. Now, when you first crossed over into pro wrestling, did you like wrestling growing up? I didn't really watch much wrestling um, as a kid. Uh, what I saw was mostly Glow, um, you know, which I thought that was pretty friggin' cool. Um, and, you know, I saw like a little bit of WWE, but I never got like the fever and, you know, I never got like like super into it. Um, you know, as a, as a teenager or whatever, I was more into probably actual soap operas. Um you know, so uh, now it's soap operas, but like with, you know, steroids. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So, okay, with big biceps and uh, lots of blood. That's a really good way to describe it. But when you got, when we first started at XPW, did you think Rob Black was crazy? Like, did you even watch any of the old XPW shows or did you just go straight into it with whatever he told you he was going to do? Well, I actually had a little exposure um, to XPW before I, you know, got on board um, because uh, my first actual live wrestling event was XPW, which I, you know, I've said this before um, in Van Nuys, you know, of all places. So, um, yeah, it was uh, Rob hired a few girls to kind of come out and be eye candy. And we actually um, had some signs and we stood out on the street trying to get like foot traffic or you know just someone to come buy a ticket 
Um, and I had no idea what I was in store for, but I stuck around and watched the show and it was hilarious and cool and, you know, crazy and violent and weird. And I loved it and immediately was, was like, I think I could do this. Um, and then I started dating, uh, white trash Johnny Webb. Um, and I know he was my boyfriend for like nine years. Um, so out of, you know, XVW, out of XVW came that. Um, and so about a year into us dating, um, is when I kind of, I jumped in and, and started being Veronica Kane. Um, but prior to that, I was going to events. So I was at the sports arena or, uh, it was a, a Hollywood show where, um, uh, my friend came with me and she flashed, she flashed the crowd and it was like a big thing cause it was a no, no. And so uh, yeah i remember that uh-huh you yeah. were there i was there i don't remember you she i don't was, remember you being there she was, she was my guest I, I was meek and mild and you know minding my p's and q's and you know she was just mm -hmm. and yeah so but, was she uh, blonde no no she's a brunette randy rach Oh, her. I don't remember that. I remember the other incident at Heat Wave, like 2000, 2000, like Heat Wave 2000. That's what I remember whenever it was. That's the incident I was talking about. Now, I remember Randy because you guys were in a Sublime video at one point. What was that experience like for you? That was cool. Um, you know, I moved to L.A. sort of like I do on a whim, like, you know, there was nothing really interesting going on where I was at in Silicon Valley where I'm from. Um, and Randy, uh, was my best friend. We were, um, we were working at a little place called the pink poodle and, uh, we decided she, she wanted to go back, uh, to Southern California, which was kind of home for her. And I was like, well, well I'll go with you. And you know, the rest was history. She actually, uh, went, down there with the intent of getting into um, the adult film business. Um, and it was something that had piqued my interest because as a dancer, um, you know, I was a good dancer. I looked good. I had the moves like, um, and I would see these girls come to town and just clean up. Just they'd get a fat paycheck. They'd be sweeping money off the stage. And I'm like, how do I get in on that? The way you get in on that is to establish some kind of a, a name for yourself. And so, you know, video was a way to do that um, at the time. And uh, But like I said, I wasn't quite ready to jump into it, but I was intrigued and went to Southern California with Randy. So um, through her, I met a lot of people and she uh, has, was working, um, uh, did some shoots with uh, Gregory Dark. And that's how she ended up uh, kind of getting on board the sublime thing and i just i would tag along you know she'd be like oh this is my friend and people would be like when are you gonna get in there you know when do i get to shoot you and i'd be like oh i don't know i'm not sure yeah so cartwheels on the beach handstands that's what i did in the video handstands on the beach which i i don't know if i could do that no, I probably could. I got to look for that. But now when you're saying the pink poodle, that brings back memories because I was a feature there once before. It was Jose. like so depressing. I did well. Huh? In San Jose. What was that? It's in San Jose. Yeah, it was really nice, but it was kind of depressing because there's nothing to do around there. I'm like, there are no record stores around here. Like, what do you do in San Jose? But there were tech nerds that came in there and... um the girls seem kind of like depressed as well. I don't know if that was just me thinking this or whatever, because I was always like high end energy and just always happy. Yeah. For the well, exact her, reasons you her, mentioned her, before. Her the never and everything else. When there's a uh, <laughs> when there's a feature performer, because the house girls, you know, don't go up on stage as much, so they make less money. I, I they were probably just, you, know, you were probably a bitch to them because you know I mean you're you're you so. If I was a bitch, then of course I was. I'm like, too fucking, like, seriously, woe is me. Okay, just like, the thing is, the house girls fail to realize you have direct access to these guys once I'm done on stage. I don't want to talk to them. I just want the money. Then I have other things to do with my night. You go talk to them. You go grind on their cocks, not me. 
uh, we know not that, that you do that there up there. were two Could. record stores no three record stores within walking distance depending on when it was so i don't know about this no record stores near the pink poodle i one of my first jobs was at tower records um and i worked in uh, oh yeah just down the street from the poodle yeah See, I just didn't bother looking. I think my roadie kept me away from those places because I'd probably end up spending time in there and spending all my money at the record store. I remember there was one East Indian guy that would come to the shows. He had like long curly hair. He said he had a record store, but I don't want to go like where his record store was because he seemed kind of like um, on this. uh, Just, you know, off. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you you have good instincts on stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, isn't it scary how I could see things? Like, every time I've mentioned something to you on the phone, like, something I happens. Can. Like, that whole CM Punk rumor. I'm like, I just have this sick feeling that he's going to end up in XPW. It's just, I don't know what it is. I don't know. You're like, oh. Then, poof, they had that, that little joke slide of him working in a match with Necro Butcher. I'm like, right, losing my shit at that point. Yeah. Like, my stomach fell to the ground. But I, it's a sixth sense. So getting back to XPW, what was your first interaction like with Rob Black? Was he like all you heard he was like, or was he just very nice? Um, I, you know, I had run into Rob a little bit prior to that, you know, again, because my friend, you know, he was, I think, at Elegant prior to, prior to, uh, you know, forming Extreme Associates. Um, I think I could be wrong. But, um, and, um, Tony Biner, who was a good friend of mine, uh, worked over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Randy and some of the girls, they they did uh, like a Charlie's Angels spoof over there. And I think Rob was around at that time. That's probably when I like maybe first ran into him and, you know, kind of, you know, put a, a name to a face or whatever. Um, he was young. You know, he was a little bit younger than I was uh, when I met him. And he was a good, and he was pretty, he was pretty crazy. Um but uh no like i remember like going into like do a you know a couple a little bit of work at extreme associates and i would hear like over the loudspeaker you know this was like my first experience working for the company not as a contract person or anything and the loudspeaker you know it's like you know he says my real name over the loudspeaker and he's like please uh, come to my office and you know make some make some references to uh something i could do in the office over the loudspeaker, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, just a loudspeaker. No big deal. I was like, that's not happening. I, th- I think maybe that's why Rob That's and I Rob have, for you, though. Yeah, I have managed to have uh, the strange uh, friendship that we've had throughout the years. Is like, you know, some some of us uh, didn't, didn't go there. I'll just, I'll just leave that alone. Yeah, I know. It's like I've had this strange relationship with Rob like 25 years later. It's like, you know what? Why not? I'm just going to text him. Let me ask Tommy. Hey, Tommy, can I, um, you think it's okay if I speak to Rob? And excuse my face, by the way, I just had Morpheus 8 with like baby embryo and like echosomes like pushed into it. Um, This is in case people want to know why you date really young guys. It's for that exact reason. Because if you swallow, you get their uh, genetics in you somehow, I guess, right? Right. I, I feel like that's how you, that's how you stay young. Exactly. It doesn't work the other way around, guys. So, yeah, getting back to this whole thing. I know I sidetracked for a second. Um, yeah, Rob's a very interesting person. And a lot of people have co- and come in contact with him over the years, either stay really close with him or they just break up and they get back together somehow. Now, when you started working at the wrestling at the XPW shows, you picked up ring psychology pretty fast, I think, because you're one of the uh, you're very good at telling stories and you're very good at promos and everything else and working stuff out. How long do you think it took to get that skill? And did White Trash Johnny Webb help you with any of that? Um, you know, I, I guess it's just something that kind of came naturally. Um, you know, obviously I was doing a, a, a bit of acting at the time, um, you know, so I, I, I just wrap my head around things, you know, fairly easily and, um, athletically too, I was kind of inclined that way, you know, having had been a dancer for so long and, um, so yeah, I don't know. It all just like, it, it made sense to me. It was fun. I, uh, I like being Veronica because, you know, uh, I tend to be a pretty like, 
laid back, chill, you know, go with the flow kind of person. And so for me to be like, you know, to get to be like type A asshole, you know, uh, bossy a little bit, like was fun. I was, I was definitely tapping into something that I normally don't. <laughs> so I had a good time with it. Um, and you know, we got to kind of run with things and the boys were really silly, you know, GQ money and, uh, and chaos. Um, they would really get like goofy with stuff. And I was almost like the straight man, you know, I was kind of like the, Hey, you gotta be serious guy, you know? Uh, and as far as web helping me to understand, I mean, I don't know so much about that, but I definitely did get pointers in the ring, um, you know, from Webb. Um, he was really, like, protective, you know. Like, if we were going to be doing something, mm -hmm. he would kind of want to know what it was, make sure that, you know, I felt confident and safe about, you know, whatever it was I was going to do. But I, I mentioned before, like, Smiley, GQ Money, um, and Angel, actually, were kind of like my big coaches, especially when we match stuff to do, like, like actual wrestling stuff. Obviously, you're in the ring. You have, you know, someone like White Trash Johnny Webb, who I remember meeting the very first time with Missy Hyatt, working with him at the beginning of XPW. So then you're in, you're in this relationship with him. Did you find that it affected your work in the ring at all? Or was he super supportive of that? No, he was he was very supportive of it. You know, like I said, like he would, you know, if we were planning to do something, he'd kind of want to know what it was and, you know, see how my comfort level and make sure whoever I was working with was, um, you know, going to take care of me. Yeah. So. Angel. I loved Angel. I only met Angel at Halloween and Hell last year. I really, I'm jealous of you because you had a chance to work with him in a program. What was that whole raw sewage match like? Like that was just flat out, like, it looked like poop. It looked like raw, raw sewage. It looked like everything imaginable out of our bowels in that thing. What was that like? And who, I don't want to ask whose idea it was, because I think I know that answer already. <laughs> um, you know, that that stemmed from an attack, basically. So it was, I, you know, it was like um, Angel was a part of the Black Army at the time. Yeah. And, and we were having some kind of, of feuding going on um, back and forth there. <laughs> and... Um, so it was the Enterprise that we did a thing on the, the TV show where we were like leaving a convenience store or something and they pulled up in this truck and it was like this like plastic like tank truck that you had like pesticide spray truck or something and they had loaded it with something brown, <laughs> uh, something brown and liquid and they like they hosed us down in the parking lot with it and um, you know then we had to exact you know our revenge so we had to, uh, you know, challenge them to this, uh, the raw sewage match so we could, so we could get back at, you know, or at least at uh, Angel, basically. So, yeah, it seemed really gross, by the way. That's a raw black production for you, though, back then. And you just seemed like such a team player. Okay, all right, cool. No problem. Sure. That's what we're going to do. Fine. No problem. Let's do this. And I could tell that because last year at Rebirth, you seemed so on board with everything like even at Halloween and hell with that type of a match, I've never thought in a million years I'd see you bloodied. And that just freaked me out. Yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I never got color in XPW back in the day. I mean, well, obviously like, right. I couldn't, you know, I really, I mean, we couldn't really afford to be having any kind of, you know, cuts and junk like that going on with our, our faces and stuff anyway. Um, but, um, you know, I, I took my share of bumps, but, you know, bumps are one thing. Um, you know, power bomb from Schlack is another thing in a, in a ring full of broken glass. Um, so, yeah, I had some, uh, had some, this girl, okay, you need to stop. I don't think she likes the fact you took a power bomb in the ring from Schlack and you were bruised up. I don't think she likes that. Yeah, I think you, I think that you also didn't like that. I think you were. I yeah, think you, you freaked me out because yeah. I, I remember. Yeah, you I, guys are like. Yeah. Yeah. My mom would watch the um, the pay per views, you know. So uh -huh. I knew she had bought the pay per view for uh, for Halloween and Hell Three, and as soon as I got out of the ring, I like went and texted her. I was like, "I'm okay, I'm okay," and she's like, <clears> "I'm sleeping." She they weren't even <gasps> they weren't watching live. They were gonna watch like the next day. 
I know if I was someone's mom and I saw that, I'd freak out. Like my mom freaked out for me taking pile drivers off a top rope and I'm you know sure. she didn't know it was okay then she saw me walking around backstage after she's like oh okay fine um but i totally get that did you ever think xpw would be where it is now like what do you like just with death matches is this what you were expecting when you came back you i mean when i came back it was california i mean when we you know when we went to the first yeah. show in california it was you know a, a death match tournament and i was uh you know i've been very down for like the deathmatch stuff you know since the beginning um because it was just what we did it's what i knew like i didn't know a lot of wrestling you know like i said i didn't have a lot of experience with it you know as a kid um so the first live events that i went to people were bleeding and people were you know going through mm -hmm. tables and all kinds of you know crazy stuff and that's to me like you know that was the show um it's interesting because I, I went to a more straightforward wrestling show lately and I was kind of like, yeah, <laughs> kind of boring. <laughs> um, so maybe I'm a little spoiled by the, uh, the violence there and my, my dark violent side comes out. I don't know, but, um, uh, yeah, I always was comfortable around it. You know, Supreme, uh, we were very good friends. Our, our birthdays were a day apart. Um, you know, so we'd always joke if they were the Gemini twins, um, but, you know, I picked many a thumbtack out of his head and, uh, you know, and web and whatnot. And so when we kind of got rolling up again with um, XPW 2.0 here, um, you and I, <laughs> you know, we kind of joined forces a little bit. I guess maybe it's that, you know, being of a, you know, particular, maybe maternal-ish, you know, kind of. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, is everybody okay here? Hey, does anybody need anything? You know, uh, can we clean up those cuts? Uh, you know, here, we got a band-aid here. And we just started to, like, add on little by little to our, our like, first aid kit and, you know, what we were doing um, backstage, uh, you know, for people when they came back after, you know. Yeah. Like, especially something like a tournament where it's just, like, Every 20 minutes, it's two more people that are just bleeding out of, you know, every, every body part. Um, so, yeah, that was something that Which sort of scary. came about, you know, in this, uh, uh, you know, re rebirth, I guess, of XTW was, uh, you know, integrating my nursing, um, you know, because I, I did, I went to nursing school um, immediately after I, uh, I retired from all that. Um, and I've been a dialysis nurse for 13 years. Um, and so it just sort of is my second nature. Like if I see somebody, you know, fall down, I run over and go check it out. Or, you know, so being at XCW show with all these death matches, I was like, I oh, need to help. That's, um, you know, what, what can we do here? And so that was kind of a, that's been a different take on this situation. You know, previously um, it was just, it was all different for me because, you know, it was, still you know young and performing and that kind of stuff and now it's it's something i do just because i enjoy it you know um because i like to be able to uh be of help for a few more years you know possible <laughs> many more years don't say that well what you're doing is amazing because i think xpw wrestling um, sets a different standard in the dressing room for the well-being of the wrestlers. And a lot of people, like, other locker rooms don't have this. So what a lot of you guys yeah. don't know, guys and gals, that is, and whatever you decide to identify as today, um, <clears throat> even though there are only two genders. Uh, so she actually has a service, mm -hmm. okay? And it started from the XPW Wrestling, or XPW Wrestling locker room, where she goes to different shows. She was just a tournament of death in Delaware for CZW, then MLW, and then this upcoming weekend, Brand X Wrestling, I think is what it's called. Yep. And these guys need help. Okay, so it's not just Band-Aids. There's glass in there sometimes. Uh, there are these stitches. Sooner than later, it's uh, going to be like B12 shots, IV infusions, which these guys do need. But no locker room has anything like that. Do you think that's something that everyone needs to have back there? And maybe they could actually, uh, you know, they have to put it in the budget, of course. Yeah, well, we kind of know how the budget goes with indie wrestling. Um, you know, the wrestlers don't really have 
a lot of money to to uh put towards that kind of the injuries that they can have um and the and you know the promotions also you know like they're on on, under a certain you know financial strain as well you know i mean they're not making big 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 bucks so uh you know they're not going to have an ambulance at the ready unless you know the state requires it (laughs) um yeah so yeah i've been i've seen situations where we show up and there's not a paper towel in the in the facility you know and here's people that are going to be you know bleeding and you know dirty rolling around the floor thing and whatever and like they have no way to uh be hygienic to uh you know monitor you know any control over infection um and they're doing it night after night week after week um they're investing their you know their actual flesh into this and we love it you know we're out there eating it up and applauding them and I see people, um, a wrestler could, could barely get out of the ring, barely have a seat, and somebody is coming up trying to take a picture of their wounds or get a blood imprint, you know, of their face or, you know, whatever it is. And I mean, I, I, that's great. That's fine. Um, but it's like just that, that thought of, you know, what these people are actually giving out there. They're, they're literally giving, you know, their, their blood, their flesh, you know, a portion of their lives, you know, um, how, how, are, how they're going to feel later on in life, how they're going to walk later on in life, how, you know, how their back's going to feel like all that kind of stuff people don't take into account. And, you know, we need to invest in them um, because some of the loveliest people that I've met, you know, um, sweetest, gentle, <laughs> you know, kind people are deathmatch wrestlers. It, it's, I, yeah. I don't know what it is about, you better lay down. Oh, doggy. That's enough. Meow. I should think it's a cat. <laughs> yeah. No, they are some of the nicest people we've met. Yeah. yeah. Deathmatch wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know. They have and kids. Yeah. And they work hard and they're driving all over the place and they've got families and, you know, and there's no one, you know, when they come back there, it's just like, I feel like there should be somebody looking out for them. There should be somebody making sure they're okay, seeing if they need anything. And, you know, we have, you know, every, every type of person in the locker room from our, our, you know, salty season. Oh yeah. Grumpy, grouchy, necro. Um, (laughs) what? (laughs) No, I mean, unless I, we did something (laughs) I one day, but for the most part, he's good with like, you know, a towel and, and rubbing alcohol and some crazy i believe he's told me that's the uh, the the trifecta of um of uh first date so you know for guys yeah. like well, that's the only well that's date. what they're used to <laughs> um well this but, is this is something different that we're presenting right you know yeah um you know you want these people to be able to have a, a long career and to not have uh you know some crazy injury that you know they can't get taken care of um you know and there's been wrestlers that have like almost bled out there that have had to be helicoptered you know i mean there's been some wild stuff in deathmatch wrestling with you know some of the injuries that they've had and i just um my heart goes out to them because you know some of my friends and loved ones our friends and loved ones you know are people who are doing this so you know just because maybe my time in the ring or in the spotlight or whatever is done this i feel like is something that i can uh, i can have as like my legacy is to try and um you know create something that just makes life a little bit better for people that are they're giving us this escape you know and and mm-hmm. You know, people, t- people say that about wrestling, like, oh, it's, you know, you can suspend disbelief and you can, uh, you know, escape for a while or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay, wrestling. But but when it comes to deathmatch, when it comes to that level, that visceral involvement, like you're so invested in the match and in, you know, these people and, in, you know, what's, what's happening that um, it's a deeper, further escape, in, in my opinion, than other forms of entertainment um so and 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 it's what i think makes the fan base so loyal mm-hmm. and so freaking crazy but like 
so loyal because they know, you know, the ones that really are paying attention know what, you know, these guys and girls are are giving um, when they step foot in the ring. And yeah. they know that they're being, you know, these wrestlers are being loyal to the fans by providing them with, you know, something they haven't gotten to see or uh, they've always wanted to see or just, you know, something amazing and entertaining and, and humorous. And, you know, this um, it's got it's got a little bit of all of it. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's, I've, uh, I've fallen for the, for the community, I think, um, of Deathmatch Wrestling. Um, just really, really great. It's really strange. It's like the last place I thought I'd be because I get squeamish around blood, but I went to school for phlebotomy. So I was taught how to do stitches and everything, but I just don't like doing them unless like I really have to, I'll do it. But we're in a locker room where people really need it. You know, that's when I brought the zip tie stitches in because that's like the next best thing without me having to take a needle and yeah. do everything, which is a big thing because a lot of these guys don't have health insurance. And as fans, I feel as though, okay, you guys are coming to the shows. What promoters can do to finance something like this is tack on an extra $5 to the ticket if you have to, to go towards someone qualified such as yourself to have the supplies in the back, to have the wellness of the guys so they can do the next show next month for you. Or even if fans want to donate in some way, shape or form, so you guys can actually enjoy it with your sick, fucked up, twisted minds, because you people are sicker in the heads than we are. I'm sick in the head, she's sick in the head, we all are. But the thing is, you people have some serious issues, like more issues in Playboy. Um, and that that's truly, that's truly the... Uh, that's what I think. I'm sorry. That's truly Miss Jasmine's brash, brazen f opinion. But in the meantime, it's just self-financed, um, you know, by Veronica herself. So if there's any way you guys can do something, we're not begging you, but you do want to come see Necker at the next show. You want to go see whatever wrestler it is with the light tubes. I was hoping you were at this past California Hillbilly comes up to me, Jasmine, I got to get this thing out of my head. I think it was a gusset, gusset or whatever it was. And mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just like standing there. I'm like, I'm not touching you with anything. Because if that stuff like gets on me, I'm just going to start freaking out. Yeah. But I didn't know how to pull it out. I don't think I was strong enough to pull it out. Or if I was, it might. I just I don't know what if like Joe Dredd had to do it for me. You could have done it. Yeah, oh, I totally would have done it. I, but I, when you yeah, I know you would have, but totally. I think part of this too, yeah, well, you you get turned on by it, which you know I always I used to tell guys, I want to cut you and have sex with you in your own blood, but now you know you can't tell a deathmatch wrestler that because that's an actuality, and now that I think about it, there's one time and only one time in my life I had sex with a guy in his own blood, it was a deathmatch wrestler, but I can't say who uh speaking of which, because you dated someone in this business. You feel as though it's given you more of um, an attachment to helping these guys. Definitely, definitely. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, when you you know when you're close with somebody, well, it, it's funny because you said you know oh, uh, you know I want to have sex with you in your own blood or whatever, and you know for <laughs> for about a year and a half, um, you know my significant other was the. Uh, current king of the death match over at xpw yes um and so like it or not like their sex was had when there was blood <laughs> um no see just, what i mean <laughs> it is what it is like you get blood on everything you know um it's just crazy uh but no like being with somebody and you know loving somebody that you watch you know breaking their body breaking their back you know got uh pieces of glass you know lodged in different places um you know that are working their way out and um you know when you're like have affection for somebody like that you're obviously really taking care of them and really want to make sure that they're you know safe and healthy and you know are going to be around and be in good shape um so it's basically just that you know translated to you know all, all the boys and girls. Um, I mean, because they, they all deserve it. You know, they all deserve yeah. it. And um, uh, it feels good to, uh, you know, to be able to do something that's a little bit special. You know, when they come back in the locker room, like, you know, you hand them a Band-Aid or an ice pack. 
and they're like thank you you know i mean it's just yeah. uh uh i'll say um eric dillinger um he was at yes. and then he was at tod and he was so sweet just like oh thank you you're just the best just thank you so much and i'm like you know it, it really it really feels good like you know to me like it's not something i'm i'm not doing this to try and you know make a profit or anything like that um i am going to be looking into ways to monetize it but just so that yes. uh, i can you know continue to finance um for the supplies for you know any cost of travel um you know i mean obviously if a promotion can afford a little something um great uh but you know i'm planning on doing some um t-shirts and things that the fans i think uh, mm -hmm. might dig with some little like deathmatch uh, captions and stuff on them um so uh you know the, the idea is to kind of get it to pay for itself um to then um you know as i'm learning things as we learn things this last year and a half on like <laughs> well you got to do this you can't use that kind of bandage you need to use this and oh if you yeah. don't wrap it it's gonna you know and so oh, that's not the right kind of crazy glue. You got to use the gel crazy glue. So I'm like learning little by little because I'm not a trauma nurse. You know, my my specialty really more is is educating and teaching people how to, how to take mm -hmm. care of them. Um, so uh, the YouTube channel will be coming, you know. Um, yes. It, it's little by little because, you know, the, the shoot job takes up a lot of my time. <laughs> Fucking annoying. Um, but it pays the bills. Um so, yeah, I'd like to put together, you know, some little information. Hey, here's how we dealt with this. And, you know, be able to share that with somebody, you know, that's a deathmatch wrestler or promotion um, or, you know, aftercare person um, in, you know, some state that's 2,000 miles away. They're like, oh, yeah, I, I saw that, you know, she used this or, you know, she uh, interviewed this one wrestler who had this crazy injury and told this great story of, you know, how they dealt with it and whatever. So it's just um, it's a combination of, you know couple of things that i love uh which is you know taking care of people and uh and and wrestling you know specifically the the nasty dirty bloody you know horrifically violent stuff yeah you might want to pull back on taking care of people because some fan might pass out and they might be expecting you to give like mouth-to-mouth -mouth resuscitation so i just want to let you know that ahead of time there's always going to be that one guy hey can you give me mouth-to-mouth -mouth, baby yeah, yeah no this, but you said there's some gadget to like put on their mouth so you don't have yeah. to physically touch these people yeah okay. and believe me like yeah. our kit yeah. that, that we have has like literally i'm prepared for a fan to have a heart attack you know <laughs> i'm prepared to do cpr and you know not have to swap spit with a stranger <laughs> i mean unless they're hot um but yeah i've got some different things they stick their tongue out uh i watched somebody but get they can stick their tongue out through that and touch you Whoa. huh right um i uh I, I can't remember who it was at an XCW show that got a fish hook, you know, through their mouth. And, um, you know, I learned, like, you got to be able to cut that. You know, you got to be able to cut it and pull it out. I don't know if it was Kit or JJ or I don't know, one of those guys, I think. It was um, JJ, I think. And it was JJ, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I saw it and just thought, like, <laughs> note to self, like, put some wire cutters in there. And, like, the last show we talked about using the wire cutters if we needed them with the barbed wire, you know, getting wound around a... Uh, necro's hair and stuff like that so you gotta like you know come up with things on the fly i've got these great little like hors d'oeuvre forks uh-huh for picking thumbtacks out of people i i gave a, a one to the ref at tod because he had little uh thin little shoes on and he was dying because they were uh the thumbtacks were poking through to his feet so like he came back and we you know i got my fork out and like Took them all off. He was like, "Oh, that's cool." Is that what was in my socks? Oh my god, that makes so much sense. Okay, yeah, I had like thumbtacks in my sock once, like at the bottom of it. I felt like something was poking through. Now it yeah. makes sense. That's what yeah. it was from. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it totally makes you know, sense. I've got to, I've got to get my hands on those too. Yeah. That's interesting. You see, nobody would ever expect you to be doing this type of work. And it's so like charitable in a way. And I think a lot of more people need to get on board as far as promotions, like take care of your wrestlers because they take care of your ticket sales. They take care of the door for you and they take care of like 
putting on this 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 freak show to some and you guys are just skimping like go rob think, a bank go yeah. something i think promotion just say to rob a bank promoters could do better for sure uh, but i also like to give you know wrestlers little tidbits of information on um you know certain things that might they might keep with them like those little the, the zip stitch um bandages <laughs> that kind of you know they're good uh, yeah, lacerations, uh, clothes, They're, you know, the next best thing to, to stitches. And a lot of times these guys, you know, like you said, they might not have health insurance. They also might be getting on a plane pretty soon and they want to go home to their family and they'd rather just deal with it when they get home. They don't want to go sit in an ER, um, you know, or they, uh, you know, are, are meeting a ring rat or they've got, um, an eight ball of blow to go to. <laughs> They got to do blow off someone's vagina. Yes. That, you know, um, people have plans after the show, you know, whether wholesome or not. And, and they don't want to go to the hospital, you know, or they can't go to the hospital. And it's like, so if there's something we can do to sort of buy them the time to, you know, get through the night or whatever it is. But, you know, I'm often telling people like, when you get home, (gasps) go see your doctor, go get antibiotics, you know, do they? Yeah. So you see. We're not just a bunch of like demonic, debaucherous whores, you know, um, and these zip stitches that we're talking about, like there's one specific wrestler, he had to get zip stitched by me before he went home to his wife and whatever, his little holier than thou life in Florida. Um, but it was fun. It was fun zip stitching in, zip stitching his forehead and fucking him in his own blood too. So that's probably some stuff, something people don't know about. I had to bring it up. Only because, like, you bring this out of me somehow. I mean, heck. But uh, moving right along. So what's the name of a YouTube station when we're... I know you're going to start doing your deathmatch tutorials for people. What is your YouTube? It's all... um, She's Hardcore. Okay. So you guys could expect little short videos on things. And eventually, hopefully, there'll be maybe a QA and a for you where people could actually email you and ask you questions on things. But there's nothing like a touch from Miss Kane. I'm telling you this firsthand. Like you want her doing your stitches. You want her cleaning you up. It's just a whole, it's just a different feeling. Are you going to be at Halloween in Hell 4? Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. I mean. Don't abandon me, but if it is, it is, it is what it is. And I'll just have to, you know, fend on my own with this without you, which really sucks, but I get it. And, you know, when these guys skim on buying things, I know some sometimes uh, the rubbing alcohol, there's a difference between green rubbing alcohol and clear rubbing alcohol, and people don't get that. And someone brought green alcohol in the backstage that one show. Do you remember that? Yeah. That freaked me out because it's yeah. got all kinds of weird chemicals in it. So fun. you really can't skim on all... good health care. But the, the alcohol is not the thing to use, you know, it, like coming at somebody with okay. a million cuts on their body with alcohol. Um <gasps> Yeah, I've got I've got something that's better, you know, you know, that that we use professionally that doesn't burn. Um, So I think that people Mm -hmm. are, you know, they're thankful for that. Usually when I come after them with, you know, something like a moist, you know, gauze or something, I'm like, it's not alcohol. It's not going to burn. So, you know, we got that going for us. It's a special brew, by the way, like you can get it directly from her because eventually she's going to come out with her own little kits. You guys could take in your little bags with you and eventually this will be worldwide. So it's not just going to be limited here, but eventually you'll be able to um, get this worldwide. But for now, if there's a way, you know, if you want to fly her out to work at your show, she's available. I'm taking liberties with her. Um, And if you want to pay her, obviously, that's the other way to go with this. If fans want to donate or anything like that, she's at shows. All right, you know what just to find her, right? You know where to find her on the web. And here's another question. Is there any chance ever of the Enterprise being restarted? Everyone wants to know that question because I like that personally. Um, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. It's got to be, it's got to be right. It's got to be the right, the right group of people. You know, and, uh. I don't know. Never say never. But right now, you know, I'm just I'm kind of keeping my focus on, you know, where where I can be of, of more help. Um, but okay. You never know. You never know. We'll see. 
And if people want to see you online, like if they want to go online to contact you for bookings or look at your photos, of course, where do they go? Well, uh, you know, I, I just, I'm just kind of like, this whole concept is sort of new. And so, you know, I got the domain, I got the YouTube channel. It's, you know, first she's hardcore. Um, and eventually like, I'll get, you know, I'll get with somebody to get some content up, um, you know, mm -hmm. uh, somewhere where people can do bookings and, uh, she's hardcore, um, at Gmail. And, uh, if you're not, um, on my Instagram, which like no one is because <laughs> I just made it, I just made it public. <laughs> I've been all private for like 20 years and now I'm kind of like, uh -huh. hey, hey, I'm kind of back a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, so I just opened it up and um, we'll probably see that, you know, starting to grow as I open up a little bit more into uh, promoting, uh, you know, really pushing to get awareness out there. Um, and I mm -hmm. like getting much the little the little kits that I, I would like to make up something, you know, so it's like. Yeah. Like, a gift, like a gift basket, you know, like, you know, if I can't be somewhere or something, um, you know, have there be a, a container and it's got little, you know, Ziplocs with, you know, some alcohol, some band-aids, you know, maybe an ice pack, um, you know, maybe a, a couple of ibuprofen or something, you know, um, just something, some kind of aftercare. And as you mentioned, you teased it earlier, um, the potential for um, infusions and injections. So I'm not gonna, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna take your steroids in your butt, guys. I mean, I might, but um, no, I will. Or uh, something else if you want. I mean, yeah, and you know, uh, we'll, we're we're you know gonna probably get into the 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 B12s. Um, you know, I think a lot of people would probably be into that, like you know, before a show, um, as well as maybe um, some infusions, IV infusions for you know uh, hangovers, jet lag. Um, you know, the things that happen when we travel, whether it's the wrestlers, the promoters, you know, the wives, you know, whoever um, is is around and is, um, you know, in need. Um, so that is another way that I'm hoping to be able to um, kind of monetize this um, in an effort for it to, you know, pay for itself. And then hopefully, uh, you know, get some other other folks on board in different places that, you know, mm -hmm. would like to um uh, do this type of thing with, you know, combat sports um, to, uh, you know, get in there and, and be supportive. I mean, it's been super, um, it, it's felt really good to be um, accepted and, um, and welcome, you know, like wholeheartedly welcomed by a lot of people. But, you know, it feels good. So it's something, you know, I just moved to the East Coast last year, at the very end of last year. Um, so I knew almost nobody out here. Um, and it, you know, with, with working and everything, like, you know, what I kind of found was the only like really social contact that I had in my comfort zone was, you know, with the wrestling community. And so I'm just going to embrace that and, um, and, you know, roll with that for a while. And, and I think it's gonna be a lot of fun and, um, I think we're going to be able to impact some people in a good way. Yeah, I think it's so important. I really do. And I'm, I'm so proud of you for doing this. I really am. Like, you don't understand. I'm like, yeah, well, this is kind of cool. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. And there's the guys are really sport. Like, we do spoil them. <laughs> yeah. And you've been like my biggest supporter on things and, you know, trying to push me to Everything. get out there more and, you know, and then with the medical stuff and you've got your, you know, kind of contacts in that too. So that's, you know been i've been being me mentored a little bit i guess because uh, i've been so you have to yeah it's um like coming back out into public and sort of being like hey has, has been kind of new for me and and so it's been great that like we were able we hit it off like right off the bat right like whoever would have thought because i just knew like i told everyone it's like i didn't fucking know this girl whatever so i was being nice i was being jasmine but i was being nice then when you sat there with your whiskey and then dirty ron's there hey you, you, you girls want you ladies want to hit this joint it's like yeah okay sure mr creepy clown but he's a nice creepy clown uh and then you just become friends with these people it's a small community and it's a very tight-knit community 
And yeah. that's just the way it is. We have to look out for one another. Now, if fans want to actually donate to you, do you have a PayPal or a Venmo set up? And that's right. I, I mean, even if it's five bucks, two bucks, three bucks, fuck, even if it's like 10 bucks, just everything goes towards the wrestlers. It's not going towards Morpheus 8. It's not going towards a Louis Vuitton handbag. This is where it's going. Do you have going, a Venmo set up for this yet? Voluptuous lips. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that's what the job it's is for. Not the actual, the shoot job. Yeah, they are. Uh, They're beautiful, though. Do you yeah. have Venmo or anything where people could donate? Or is there like a, a tip jar at the shows where guys can come up and put in like two bucks or five bucks or fucking 25 cents, guys? I mean, really anything helps. Um, I haven't really set up anything like that. I mean, you know, I've got like, okay. uh, you know, personal um, Venmo. I couldn't even probably tell you what it is. Probably linked to my other email, Inky Nurse. Um, okay, great. Yeah, Inky Nurse at, at Gmail. All right. So hit up Inky Nurse at Gmail just for donations towards this cause of helping deathmatch wrestlers. Uh, like no minutia, no stupid emails, just on Venmo, that is what you use. And if you see her at a show or any of the XPW shows that we're at, feel free to donate to the cause. Like there will be a tip jar somewhere. I'll make sure that it's known. Trust me. And that weights off the back of the promoter as well. So they don't always have to pitch in but hopefully more of them do thank you so much and if you want to find veronica on social media it's instagram.com forward slash um she's hardcore and if there are anyone i guess if they, if they want to do bookings with you for signings are you available for signings as well i am sure yeah i mean you know um we're not we're not entirely sure if uh veronica is 100 percent um dead and buried at this point um but you know i mean if it if it's something that the fans would be interested in then you know i definitely could uh i could be i could be vc you know um i uh i work with a lot of people who don't know what to call me because they all know my real name and then they also know you know the wrestling and adult name and and, and so like i answer <laughs> both and i thought with this kind of new thing that i'm doing like i've been read for years so people that meet me, you know, that don't know what to call me, they call me Red. Hey, Red, blah, 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 you know, whatever. And it was my first name as a dancer. Um, and so I really it was I was Red. I was ravishing Red. That was that was what the, the DJs would always say when I would come out. Um, so, yeah, I just thought, you know, it's easy. People remember it, you know, whatever. So uh, Red Ravage RN is now a thing. Um, and I don't know, I might, I might, you know, kind of spin her into something fun and interesting and possibly sexy. We'll see. Yeah. I could see you doing that. I mean, I could, I could totally see that because you've always been super creative and you have, you definitely have a mind for creativity. So again, guys, if you want to bet online, go to betonline.ag, our sponsor, our main sponsor for Crazy Train Podcast and anything on all things Jasmine, betonline.ag, play with some money whether it's big or small. And if you want to go ahead and see more of Veronica, go to Instagram.com forward slash. Um, she is hard. She's hardcore. I promise I'll post the link. Oh, in the meantime, word. thank you for. Yeah, we will. I promise. <laughs> but I promise I'll, I, I will see you again sooner than later. Uh, this is better. Like with FaceTime one day, we got to do that. We got to try that. Um, yeah. Do you have any departing words for the listeners and for your fans that are going to listen in on this? It's good to be back. Um, I had a strange uh, sort of coming back into the world of wrestling. I was sort of in, but then I was leery because of, you know, my private life and my professional, my other professional life. Um, and it's now that is something that, you know, I've realized it's in my blood. It's what it, it's what happens, right? You know, with wrestling, it gets in your blood. Um, and you just like, you know, I, I always wanted to like, be able to contribute something um you know i never felt like like oh, i have to be the big star and everybody needs to look at me i just love to be like a part of something that's really cool and it makes people happy um so it, it feels good to be back i do very little of this kind of stuff um the interviews and podcasts and whatnot um thank it has you to, has to be somebody that i trust um and you know i talk to you on a daily basis so it's kind of funny <laughs> 
you know now we're just doing it when you know people are watching us so um i but, know right and we're not half naked like in cryotherapy or something yeah <laughs> but it's it's Which been is, like wonderful. super important it's been uh, a lot of fun really interesting um you know reacquainting with uh the xpw folks and you know rob and you know getting to know cat who's great um and then getting out there and meeting people from other promotions because I haven't had a lot of experience being in, in locker rooms um, and um, just know that, you know, when you see me around, like, uh, you're you're working with somebody who's professional. I know what I'm doing. I'm there to provide aftercare for, you know, people that need it. Um, and uh, I'm not, you know, uh, oh, the porn girls here in the locker room, like, you know, I'm sure on occasion I'm going to get the uh, advances, you know. Um, <laughs> um, hey, maybe you know, maybe once in a while I'll take somebody up on it. We'll see, but <laughs> probably. Whoa! Well, excuse me. Well, a lot of girls that were in adult, believe yeah. it or not, do things with wellness. Like Nikki Dial is a mental health coach. Um, I love Dom- it. Dominique Simone is going to school for nursing. Um, there are a couple of other girls I know that do stuff with wellness, like Tara Patrick does stuff with wellness. So does Taylor Wayne. Um, I ended up doing stuff with wellness briefly. I don't know what it is. I think it's just you're in a position where you really can't be judged at that point. And to judge anyone in that business is really retarded because it makes no difference. There are people out there, even in like the Bible Belt, watching this stuff and jacking off. So it's not demonic debauchery and crap like that. It's, uh, this is real stuff. It's nursing, it's taking care of people. And you have to trust people with yourself. And I would trust, I would trust Veronica to stick a needle in me to do an infusion, even though I, I won't sit still for it because I freak out over the sight of needles. Yeah, yeah. You do. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I jump up. I do, yes, I do. And you know, for a lot of people like listening to this as well, Sabu once had to stitch his own injury with his hair and it shouldn't be like that in any locker room anywhere in the world. And uh, like I said, you tack on the five bucks of the ticket price or three bucks just to pay the nurse, it's totally worth it, especially if it's uh, Nurse Red Ravage, AKA um, Miss Kane. AKA. Thank you. Lots of of AKAs there. (laughs) Um, like what the hell dude right I took the name that she's hardcore name because um, I love the chant you know when somebody does something of like really just poor judgment um, and just love it is like it's so fun to watch and it's so great we're like oh look what they just did he's hardcore she's hardcore and I'm like you know I've I've taken different turns in my life (laughs) and tried different things that are pretty wild Um, you know I've always been sex positive um and in support of uh you know uh the growth um of women you know like myself and yourself that that people don't understand um that we're multidimensional um and that you know we're actually pretty interesting and a lot of fun um outside of the fun that you know is is already assumed (laughs) but i just i loved you know, I thought I just took that term hardcore and thought it's what it means is it's somebody who's willing to take risks, somebody who's willing to push the limits. Um, and um, especially like in the arts, you know, I mean, it came from hardcore mm-hmm. punk rock. It came from, you know, I mean, hardcore adult film, uh, art, you know, and, and then into the wrestling and, you know, and then and then it, it became its own like adjective, you know, like oh, she's a hardcore Republican or, you know, he's a hardcore vegetarian or whatever it is. Um, and I don't know. I just liked it. It, it, it sounded fun. It, it adds that little titillating, like, does she mean, does she mean hardcore? Or, you know, like, what does she mean? Well, yeah, and, we mean that too. And yes, I do. I'll be <laughs> or you can find it. out. I, I mean, mean, all of it. I mean, I mean, sex, drugs, rock and roll, violence, like whatever, you know, whatever is exciting for people. So, um, yeah we're gonna you know try and keep it exciting and no one judges you by the way yeah where's the feather i've I've never been one to care if people judge me or not that's not really my business thank you i just want to make sure the feather is there there's it's not a feather you always call it a feather it's a it's a it's a whole ass wing 
Oh, yeah. it is a wing. Well, someone, some right. guy wrote under one of your photos in a bikini, Lucky Feather. So I replicated him. Okay. So it's a, it's a wing. It's an angel wing, guys, girls, whatever. But yeah, it's just, I thought it was a feather this whole time. I prefer to say that. I mean, it sounds cuter. Just to like carry on from the previous producer of the show. He saw her photos and went gaga over this this thing hanging between her boobs. But yeah, so it's more than just sex. It's more than just good looks. It's uh, Veronica going out there, doing her thing and doing what a lot of people should be doing. So I will see you sooner than later, whether it's this coast or that coast or somewhere in Japan one day, maybe. Maybe. And yeah. So don't forget, guys, go visit her on the web under She's Hardcore. I will be posting links to the YouTube as well on my socials when that is more active. And, of course, guys, uh, don't forget to go on betonline.ag. They have every type of guy, every type of game for every type of guy out there, whether it's casino slots, football, baseball, uh, card games. So the more sophisticated guys that like whiskey and cigars. Sure. Yeah. Thank you, my dear. And thank you. And um, bye, girly. That's the dog. I don't know what her dog's name is. I just call him. I just call her girly. Yes. Thank you. 